Safer Bereshit, Parshat Vayechi, on carrying the righteousness of our ancestors. In the last chapter of the book of Genesis, Joseph honors the wish of his father, Jacob, who's just died by taking his body up from Egypt to the land of Canaan to bury him with his family members, Avraham, Sarah, Yitzchak, Rivka, and Leah. Afterward, he and his brothers travel back to Egypt, and the story moves forward to the time of Joseph's death at 110 years old. Joseph tells the brothers that he knows God will one day bring the Israelites from Egypt to the land promised to Avraham, and he instructs them, when God has taken notice of you, you shall carry up my bones from here. Atzmot Yosef, the bones of Joseph. Sure enough, it is later said in the book of Exodus, when the Jews are leaving Egypt, Moses took with him the bones of Joseph, who had exacted an oath from the children of Israel, B'nai Israel, saying, God will be sure to take notice of you. Then you shall carry up my bones from here with you. What a powerful example this is of how our commitments to one another keep us connected as a people across generations. The contemporary theologian, Rabbi Dr. Arthur Green, taught, Atzmot Yosef, the bones of Joseph, can also be translated as an extra measure of selfhood. Israel are becoming even more themselves in this journey, just as they did under slavery. Their unique nationhood is evolving in the course of both oppression and wandering to forms of preparation that were needed for the covenant soon to come. We become even more deeply ourselves, he says, when we realize that we are carrying our ancestors' bones with us. When we came out of Egypt carrying Joseph's bones, we learn we were carrying an extra bit of essence of where we've come from. This is because the wisdom of the present is not enough. We must also be reliant on the past. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov taught about the story of Joseph's bones. It is possible to achieve a pure mind only through attachment to the tzaddikim, to the righteous ones. Moshe represents the aspect of the mind, while Yosef represents the aspect of the tzaddik. That is, there is no perfection of the mind except by being attached to the tzaddikim. As we push for revolution and redemption, it is easy to be forward-looking. However, the Torah teaches us that we must also be cognizant of our past so that we truly know who we are and are thus able to bring our full selves and our full values to this work. This is especially prescient for Jews today after many decades of assimilation and absorption into secular norms, 
we are asked to remember our broader and deeper story. This is not for the purpose of nostalgia, a Yiddish joke, or resentment that we don't live in some mythic past. It is because we need to bring Torah, liturgy, and spiritual awareness into the moral battles of our own day. The Torah should inspire us to be on the forefront of movements for liberation. And we must be there not as Americans or Israelis or Europeans, but as Jews who are doing this on the strength of an ancient moral message that has been growing and adapting for millennia. In today's culture, every part of life has turned into a choice. The career we want, the family life we want to have, the belief systems we choose to follow. In centuries past, this was not the case. And while great things are gained by this freedom of choice, much else is lost. To lead our richest and fullest lives, we must maintain our connection to what made us who we are, which is not only the instruction that comes from the Jewish tradition, but also the just lives of our ancestors from Avraham through Yosef and onward until today. As Reb Zalman Shachter Shalomi used to say, every Jew today is a Jew by choice. That choice is to consciously look into all that has come before us rather than putting it aside and throwing it away. The Israelites led by Yosef brought a great light down into Egypt through the disaster of enslavement that light was dimmed, just as it was dimmed with the destruction of our temple during the Crusades and through the pogroms and the Shoah, the Holocaust. In the face of injustice, it is insufficient to try to create a holy, new, a holy, holy new light. We must recover the light that's been dimmed but never extinguished, a light that's been passed generation to generation. While not every person may be feeling up to this task, it is the responsibility of those called to it to lead the way. The Sforno, in his 16th century commentary, points out that it was Moshe himself who carried Yosef's bones up from Mitzrayim. Shouldn't Moses, as the human leader of Exodus, have been occupied with more, other more pressing things? It is incumbent on each generation's leaders, we learn, to carry on the legacy of the past. In this age of assimilation, Jews are much more likely to commemorate the miracle of Hanukkah or the wonders of Pesach than we are to take time to contemplate the destruction of the temple on Tisha B'Av or the Holocaust on Yom HaShoah. I believe, though, that our collective memory must include not only our glories, but also our traumas. It is taught in the Talmud that the Ark of the Covenant, which the Israelites carried with them all throughout the desert, contained not just the current tablets of the Ten Commandments, but also the original broken ones. So too, we crossed the Red Sea with not just the living Israelites, 
but also the bones of Joseph, so that we could remember his contribution to the Jewish story, how he kept the family alive, and how he held the family together. By recalling this peculiar act of carrying the bones of Joseph, we learn that the righteousness of our ancestors throughout the generations is not to be forgotten, but carried with us as we ourselves continue the story. Shabbat Shalom.